we are still following our course outline with the learning disability. We've already seen that a learning disability, these are disorders that affect the ability to understand or use spoken or written language, do mathematical calculations, coordinate movements or direct attention. They are usually recognized when a child reaches school age. A learning disability affects the way a person learns new things throughout their lifetime. It happens when a person's brain development is affected, either the mother being, becoming ill in pregnancy, problems during birth that stop up oxygen to the brain, an illness such as meningitis or injury in childhood, and at other, and at other times, there is no known cause for the learning disability. So you may not be very certain of what causes a learning disability. You can ask yourself that might it be inherited? Yes and no. You have to search more about it. People with autism may also have learning disabilities and around 30 percent of the people with epilepsy have a learning disability. Everyone with Down's syndrome has some kind of learning disability and so do many with the cerebral pulse. Again, a learning disability affects the way a person understands information and how they communicate. This means they can find, they can have difficulty in understanding new or complex information, learning new skills, coping independently. And this means you have to be patient with them if it is your child and if they are students or people you are living with. Let's talk about the severity of a learning disability. A learning disability can be mild, moderate, or severe. Some people with a mild learning disability can talk easily and look after themselves, but may need a bit longer than usual to learn new skills. Other people may not be able to communicate at all and have other disabilities as well. Some adults with a learning disability are able to live independently, while others need help with everyday tasks, such as washing and dressing for their whole lives. It depends on the person's ability and the level of care and support they receive. Children and young people with a learning disability may also have special education, educational needs, which we call SEN. That means the severity may be born, just someone might be born with that is uh, 
disability or it appears as one develops, which means you must be patient, must love that person, you must respect that person. Because deep in their heads and heart, they understand someone who loves them, who mistreats them, and who pushes them around. There are some people who have profound and multiple learning disabilities, which we call PLMD, profound and multiple learning disability. A profound and multiple learning disability is when a person has a severe learning disability and other disabilities that significantly affect their ability to communicate and be independent. Someone with profound and multiple learning disability may have severe difficulties seeing, hearing, speaking, and moving. They may also have complex health and social needs due to these or other conditions. People with PMLD, that is profound and multiple learning disability, need a carer or carers to help them with most areas of everyday life, such as eating, washing, and going to the toilet. With support, many people can learn to communicate in different ways, be involved in decision-making about themselves, and do things they enjoy and achieve more independence. Sometimes, if a person has profound multiple disabilities, supposing it is a student or your child, you have to learn how to ask what they want. Don't just decide for them all the time. Learn how to communicate with them, what they want maybe to eat, whether they want toilet. Don't just push them to the toilet and don't just quarrel. And when they are being helped, for example, in a wheelchair, don't ask that somebody who is wheeling them up and down that, how is that one? How is Jane? No, learn how to greet Jane. And learn how to ask Jane. Because they understand facial expressions and they can read what your lips are saying whether you are annoyed with them or whether you are happy with what is present and what they are doing. Because they understand, though they cannot help themselves with many tasks. Let's talk about the physical and health impairment, PHI, physical and health impairments. Both physical and health impairments are considered disabilities when they interfere with education and other daily living. Physical impairments include those caused by gentle abnormality impairments, caused by disease and impairments from other causes. Health impairments include disease and chronic illness. If a child suffers a lot in, when it is still young, 
with the fever, malaria, or lack of food, they can always develop these physical and health impairments. With so many different conditions under the category of physical and health impairment, there are also lots of diverse causes. For example, CP and spina bifida can be caused by abnormal brain growth. Some other disorders are caused genetically. The result of an injury, poisoning, hormone abnormalities, while some are still unknown. Please search for more because still come and they are studied as they appear. It is pertinent to find out what is the underlying disease or disorder that causes the physical or unhealthy impairment in or to try define the characteristics. Some characteristics can include adaptive equipment, limited movement, shortened endurance, and extra medical needs. Then you ask yourself, how does the school come to help them? How can you help these learners at school? For children with physical and health impairments or traumatic brain injury, they might need a slightly different support from the teacher, from you, or when you are a parent. They often need an interdisciplinary team of professionals to aid in all of their special needs, to help the students become more self-competent. The teachers and therapists come to help the child to take care of their own special medical needs. Hence, students with physical disabilities, students with physical disabilities, health impairments, and traumatic brain injury may need a larger interdisciplinary team. It's important to note that 45% of students with physical and all health impairments are educated in regular classrooms. Students, it is very nice for these people to be with the rest of what those we call perfect. But all of us are disabled and are impaired in one way or the other, but just because we don't know the degree. It is important for the students, special needs instructors or regular education teachers to account for the child's needs and keep the environment open for wheelchairs and all any other medical device that the child may have so that the child is comfortable in their learning environment so as to focus on their education. This includes prioritizing safety, using assisted assistive technology 
when possible to better accommodate the child's needs. Next time, we shall talk about the major types of physical disabilities and impairments. Thank you. I urge you also to fish for more. Search for more information about this topic because it is so diverse. We cannot finish talking about it or learning about it because it is a daily routine. Every day children are born with disabilities or disabilities happen because of certain injuries that we know and those we don't know. Thank you so much.